Hey guys, super quick pre-roll today, uh, but I really would like to invite you um, in case you don't follow me on Instagram. I really would like to, to invite you to do so. Um, head over to Instagram. Um, you find my profile. That's Ben underscore underscore ID one one as the number um, because Instagram is really becoming more and more our central most up-to-date information app where we share videos, um, news whenever we have new blog posts, whenever we have new podcasts, a lot of pictures, information materials. Are really, it, 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 it becomes our central information hub and I would love to, to welcome you um, in the community to join uh, thousands of others, um, aviation enthusiasts. So head over Ben underscore underscore ID1 on Instagram. Would love to to welcome you as a follower. And now let's get into the podcast. I know, I know you can't hear it anymore. I'm, I'm pretty sure you can't hear it anymore, but I have to start again, to start that podcast episode again with the word COVID-19. Yes, it's going to be a, another, at least slightly, another um, COVID-19 podcast. But of course, you know, airline industry, COVID-19, um, those, those two words are just go hand in hand at the moment. Um, but, but you're lucky. You're lucky because... I would like to give you some instruments today um, that help you to deal with COVID-19, um, that help you to reduce costs. Actually, that is what I would like to talk about. Um, and I think every airline across um, the world is currently looking for possibilities to reduce costs. And, and of course, this isn't surprising. Um, and I think most of the airlines, um, they are still heading towards a very bumpy and, and, and lengthy roads, uh, road, sorry, um, until passenger numbers go back to, to pre-COVID, um, to a pre-COVID level, until everybody found out or all airlines found out how to deal with with um, that new normal, what that new normal means, what does it mean in terms of business traffic, what does it mean in terms of leisure in, in, in um, VFR traffic and all those different areas. It will take time, it will take three, four, five, probably even more years and it will be challenging. I'm, I'm pretty sure that um, we will see more bankruptcies during the next couple of months and years, unfortunately, but I'm pretty sure that this will happen. I and I talked about this also. We will see a a shift of um, worldwide concentration. I think the the Asian carriers um, will play a much more dominant role in the next years. Probably the same for um, the U.S. carriers because they they manage to deal with the um, situation much more uh, effectively than European. South American um, carriers. So um, th there will be a major shift from my point of view. 
Nevertheless, airlines have, and this is of course a big problem, they only have a limited influence, let's call it that way, limited possibilities to, to stimulate the demand in such a situation. They, they, are, they, they, they just have to adapt to the situation, but they cannot accelerate um, the vaccination, they cannot accelerate um, people getting back um, um, uh, into a plane. So, and since they have a very limited possibilities on that one side, on the, on the demand side, um, they are, of course, totally reasonable trying to work on the other side. And that means reducing costs. So this is the number one priority that has been the number one priority over the last couple of months. And it will continue to be the number one priority um, for the next couple of months and years. Even when demand again starting to grow, costs will be play a much more um, significant role compared to the, to the last couple of years. So what happened? First and foremost, and, and this is quite obvious, airlines have focused on, on primary primarily cost reduction measures, reducing stuff, stepping back from, from aircraft orders, um, provider streamlining and all that, that, that stuff. I, just a few examples, you, you know what I'm talking about. However, and, and, and this, is, this is the important aspect, one thing you, 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 you should not forget is that this whole pandemic has already started and will continue during the next years and months to really impact the operational process heavily actually. It really will somehow redefine the entire operational process. We are talking about, so or what are we talking about? We're talking about an impact on turnaround process. Turnaround process will become more complex due to extended cleaning, due to more complex um, boarding procedures um, and other things. So boarding, deboarding take longer. Social distancing maybe uh, will continue to, to be a, a, a essential aspect. Ad hoc travel regulation. I think this is something that we'll, um, we, will, we will face during the next couple of months and years, actually, um, where some countries are currently um, shutting down the traffic and restarting a couple of weeks a month later. Um, and, and, and a lot of smaller things that probably more buses are required to bring passengers to an aircraft. Um, some airlines will continue with empty middle seats. Um, some airlines try uh, will, will only um, fly passengers with, uh, who have been vaccinated. Some will um, only allow passengers with, with testing um, and on and on and on. So it's, it's a huge, huge, huge umbrella um, of, of different things airlines will have to cope with in the future. And this all will lead to a more complex operational process. That means, making this long story short, operational process in a post-COVID time, they are very, very likely to be more complicated than the previous process. And here the, the problem, and here's the, the problem actually starts. Process are getting more complicated. Process are getting more time intensive, getting more complex. And simultaneously, 
airlines are forced to streamline operations, to streamline costs, to cut costs. And you, you can see those two, let's say, divergent um, or di di divergent um, 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 aspects, more complex policies while trying to become more efficient and cutting costs. That is pretty hard to achieve at the same time. That, that are two corners of a triangle um, that, 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 that don't fit together very well. Now it's, it's, I would say airlines find themselves in a, I think you, you can call it, or I think it's, it's called a, a catch-22 situation. Now they have to reduce costs in an environment with a growing complexity. Now this is really undoubtedly, it's a, a significant challenge for every airline. And as I said initially, I think you, you don't have to be Nostradamus in order to, to forecast that, that not every airline will tackle this challenge really successfully. Unfortunately, but this will be the case. I personally, I, I'm actually not an airline operations expert. And therefore, I can't provide you the necessary operational tips and tricks to, to streamline your processes and how to reduce costs. What I can do and what I want to do with this, with this podcast is I have the firm conviction that only airlines that rely on a comprehensive operational KPI set, they will successfully handle the situation. And what I would like to give you in the next three, five, 10 minutes are six reasons. And you should really listen very, very carefully to that. Why you really need operational KPIs, why, why KPIs are the only, the single most important instrument to manage that situation of cost cutting while processes are getting more and more complex. Six reasons. So let me, let me start with the most important. And I know, I know this is nothing new, but still it always makes sense to repeat that. If you can't measure it, you can't improve it. And I'm pretty, pretty sure you heard that saying before. Um, it was, I think, Peter, Peter Trucker, a, a, how to call it, a, a management guru. He once said um, this, and actually he's so damn right with it. How do you know whether you, whether or not, let's put it that way, how do you know whether or not you are successful unless success is first defined and second, and here are the KPIs, tracked? So every improvement measure, every activity to reduce costs need KPIs. Every activity needs KPIs. Otherwise, you are starting to rely on gut feelings. And believe me, the current situation and the situation during the next couple of years is far too severe to act on beliefs, to act on gut feelings, to act on, on feelings in general. You need KPIs to measure if you are on the right track in terms of cutting costs, in terms of reducing costs, where you have to, 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 to steer, where you have to, to do some additional or to put in some additional effort and where you're good to go. Without that, all the different measures won't lead to the success you envision or your airline ambitions. Reason number two and similar important. 
KPIs are an instrument that help that help to identify weaknesses an airline has. And, and that, not very surprisingly, is the first and necessary step to reduce costs, right? So, although some actions to streamline and to reduce costs, they, they, they might be evident. They, they are identified very quickly without the, 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 the need or help of anything. Nonetheless, airlines won't have a catalog of, of 100 different measures right at the beginning. That means they will have to, to start identifying weaknesses and areas they can improve. And as I, as I said, KPIs are that perfect tool in that context. KPIs, and I, I love the following, really I love that, that sentence. KPIs rationalize feelings. And this it goes hand in hand with the, the, the before mentioned gut feelings. This is just so important. They rationalize feelings. It is not about, I think we should improve here because I have the feeling that we can reduce complexity, that we can reduce cost. KPIs rationalize that. KPIs provide facts, hard facts and figures. And normally numbers don't lie. And that is what you need in, in such a situation. You need facts, you need figures you can act on. So airlines have to use KPIs, from my point of view, to, to identify the areas that need optimization and to identify areas of processes that show weaknesses. And this is only possible with KPIs, at least in case you don't want to rely on gut feelings and, um, and certain beliefs. Another thing, and this very often quite underestimated. I'm talking about the motivational factor of KPIs. Personally, I really do consider KPIs as a, a vital instrument to motivate employees when used correctly. It's very important. We'll come back to that later on. Let me give you an example. Maybe that's the best way to explain that. You are, let's say you identified a, a specific process you want to improve. And subsequently, you, you set up the necessary actions, you set up the KPIs, the goals and everything, the KPIs to measure the, the success. And let's say that, that your operational staff is involved in that program and you, you inform them, you, 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 you present the, the measure you are implementing, you present the goals, how you track that. And of course, all that has to be available to them. Best in real time, though, they can really check how are we, how are we performing. Now, imagine after, after, let's say, two weeks, the, you and the entire operational team can see how the KPIs are improving every day, every day a little bit, getting better and better and better and closer to the defined goal and closer to the defined goal until you reach that goal. That, that, that the KPI literally shows that you're on the right track. It shows that the effort your entire team is putting into that program, that this effort is really paying off. From my point of view, an extremely super essential aspect of KPIs, which is most often totally underrated. And, and I, I, I genuinely believe that this will lead to, to more dedication, more motivation of the entire team. So please, please don't underestimate that. But 
be careful, it has to be used very carefully because it also can go into the other direction. Though this really needs a lot of analysis, um, very good communication, very good preparation, um, but then it's a huge, huge um, aspect to motivate your, your entire team and the entire airline, of course. Um, another aspect we have to talk about is about giving context, creating awareness for cost savings. And this is something very often managers do not understand because they are totally aware of the cost factors of um, what is happening, what has to be done. But the team, the operational staff, the crown staff has not the same information level. And that's why managers often um, get mad, let's put it that way. So why did you do that? We have to, we have, to have a close eye on cost and on and on. And, on. Um, and here KPIs additionally have another advantage that is also quite underrated. Um, um, to use KPIs as such an instrument. They can help, and again, there's this, this, this magic word, they can help to rationalize situations and to provide context, provide context to your staff, to the ground staff, to the operational staff, to the back office staff, to the workers. Let me give you again a very, very practical example to make that clear. Every airline is, is aware of the fact that a weak on-time performance leads to increased costs. Everyone tells you that. Those are costs related to compensation payments, necessary rebookings, meal, hotel vouchers, and on and on and on. And that's exactly why airlines are paying attention to the on-time performance. At least they did in, um, in pre-COVID time. <laughs> Probably it's not that important, but I think it's a very good example. Now for the majority of the airline's employees, OTP, on-time performance, is just a number. It's really just a number. They are not aware of the costs behind. They just see a number, 87.5, 78.3, 92.1. But that KPI is not showing a, a financial figure. So a, a person who is not dealing with the financial impact of OTP and doing all this calculation and math, they don't know what it means if the on-time performance drops by 0.3%. They just don't know and they can't know. It's not their fault, to be very, very, very clear on that. It's not their fault. So what you have to do is to use KPI in a way that they really provide context to your staff. So just imagine, let's, stay, let's stick with that OTP example, you don't show a, um, just a, 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 a bold OTP figure, 87.5%, but you show the cost that occur out of that weak OTP, $130,475. This is a figure, this bold number, 138,000, that creates real awareness that will lead to the, it will inevitably actually lead to the fact that airline staff takes care of that. Because this is something they can deal with. It's a very clear number compared to a very, yeah, hard to take number 87.5 OTP. So it's very, very important 
to use KPIs in a way to give context in order to create awareness. Moving on, KPIs, use KPIs to focus on the important measures. So the, the current situation that, that is very, very frankly, it's a disaster for every airline. It's, it's a situation none of the airlines has ever faced before. And from my perspective, there's a huge, huge risk contained in this situation. When you think, at least when, you th when, when thinking about implementing measures to reduce costs. And the risk is called the more the better. And I'm pretty sure you heard of it. I'm pretty sure you were caught in, in, in that risk too. You have been caught in that risk too. So what does that mean? Actually, it, this is something we, we all know that from our private life. When, when trying to do dozens of things simultaneously, the risk, the risk of completing none of the tasks is quite high. And the risk of focusing on the wrong task is even higher. And the same accounts here for, for every airline. Probably it isn't necessary to initiate 20 different cost-saving measures. Perhaps the actions even contradict each other's. So in that context, KPIs are so super essential, are an essential tool, an instrument to focus on what is really important. So with KPIs, you can identify an area you want or you have to improve. Then you define the, the KPI that tracks the improvement and you set up measures that lead to an improvement of the KPIs. And subsequently, if a measure doesn't improve, the respective KPIs, you put them on hold. That's the whole story. Simple as that. So, extremely important aspect, especially combined with, a, with the other two aspects of, of, of context, of motivation. Um, KPIs help to focus on the right things. And finally, one reason I would like to give to you or would like to introduce to you is KPIs help airlines to make the right decisions. And this is very quickly explained to close the, today's episode. I always think of KPIs like a framework, a framework that provides orientation for each decision. And you always have options. An airline always have options. Every manager, every decision has options. The important thing is to be able to assess each option. And that works if you have the right KPIs, if you are assessing each option in terms of KPIs, does it help, does a option help to improve that KPI? Does it help to reach the goal of the KPI? It is this option posit positively or negatively impacting in a KPI. And with that decision framework, with a KPI decision framework, the the likelihood of making the right decision is much, much higher than, again, and we're coming back to one of my initial statements, than just relying on gut feelings, on beliefs and convictions. Hey guys, podcast is over. Thanks very much for listening. Um, but before you leave, um, you could do me one last favor. Uh, it 
really means the world to me and to the whole team if you could follow us on, on YouTube. We are putting out so much video content at the moment, a daily video show called uh, Ben Talks. We've got a weekly session um, called Ask Ben, behind the scenes material, really limitless video material about airlines, KPIs, innovations, our thoughts, our products, and so much more. So um, really means the world to me. Head over to YouTube, search for information design one, the word one, not the number one. And then you will find our channel. Uh, make sure to follow it and enjoy our video content. Have a great day. Cheers and bye-bye.